Welcome to the Conscious Relationship and Coupling and Parenting Summit. It's me, Lucia Gabriela, your host and producer. And today we have an incredible and amazing woman and teacher. Her name is Charmaine Adam. So let me just read a little bit about her. With nine years experience as a teacher, educator, facilitator of Tantra, conscious relating, sacred sexuality, and intuitive coach, Charmaine has had the privilege in helping thousands of men and women and couples worldwide. Through education, intuitive insight, and tantric practices, Charmaine has assisted many to let go of limiting belief, mindset, and emotion that block an individual from experiencing a more empowered lifestyle and healthy relationship. Charmaine, being on the transformational personal development and spiritual journey for 16 years, which has gifted her with studies and certification in a mix of diverse holistic therapies. Trimane is an advocate for creating extraordinary relationships and for celebrating your sexuality, conscious relating, spiritual evolution, adapting healthy sexual attitude, evolving sexual emotional intelligence, and opening up to more body love, pleasure, and acceptance. Thank you, Trimane, for joining us today in the summit. Welcome. Thank you for having me. It really is an honor and a privilege. I'm so blessed to be here. Yes. I'm so excited to learn from you today. But before we dive deep into your topic, we would like to learn how do you start in the journey of conscious relationship? For myself, I've always been a, an intuitive. And uh, growing up, I wasn't, I didn't have the access to really understanding my intuitive gifts. And, you know, as most children, we shut it down. And through the pregnancy of my son, I started to have an awakening and started, my psychic ability started to increase, um, really wasn't sure what was happening for me. And um, luckily back then we had Tribe and, and MySpace and I reached out to a lot of communities and they assisted me to understand that I was having an awakening. And so through that awakening, it led me to learning more about yoga, um, understanding more about intuition, consciousness, awakening, and, uh, and eventually it led me to tantra and sacred sexuality. So um, that's where it all started, really, my, my, the, the birth of my beautiful, beautiful son. Thank you for sharing, Charmaine. So today's topic is about from an ordinary relationship to an extraordinary relationship, three simple keys to improve your relationship so today we're so excited to learn from you. So let's do it. Here we go. So I'm Charmaine and I would love to share with you my topic from an ordinary relationship to an extraordinary relationship. And there are three keys I'm going to cover in today's webinar. Key one is commitment to the co-creative journey. And this is about getting clear with our vision and our values. Key two is communication and the art of being present and mindful. And key three is community, building resources and building a strong, firm foundation. Anyone can be ordinary, but to be extraordinary takes a development of a mindset and takes a choice, commitment and a vision. Our souls are here on a journey to remember, to evolve and grow. A lifelong love can be achieved when both individuals are growing within the relationship 
and thereby both are feeling supported, accepted and nurtured by each other. I know I'm referring to couples here and throughout this presentation I may be referring to couples and partners. However, if you are single, these same principles can be applied to finding the right partner in which you can also co-create an extraordinary relationship. Most couples start to break down when they don't have a vision or when one or both are feeling restricted, suppressed or feel they can't grow within their relationship. Many of you probably have a vision when it comes to money, career or business. You have an idea of where you want to go and perhaps have even worked out the necessary steps to achieve that vision. However, through our pursuits of professional achievements, sometimes we forget about the journey of love and intimacy and our relationships. When we begin to design our extraordinary relationship and start a vision, we get on the same page with our partner. This then brings you and your partner closer because you're both actively together working and committed to achieve the common vision. Knowing the kind of relationship you both want to create gives you clarity in how you want to parent, what kind of lifestyle you're wanting to build together, how you manage finances, and resolution solutions for conflict. You can choose the way you're expressing, communicating, and relating in love. You both get clear where the priorities lie within your relationship along with the values and qualities that are necessary to build your vision. Look to yourself and ask the question, what do you bring into your relationships? How can you enhance the life of your partner and the relationships of those around you? In my own personal relationship, my beloved and I are choosing to create an extraordinary relationship. And what that looks like for us is a commitment to self first. My partner and I are very clear with our own personal purpose, our own individual goals and vision. Then there is the us. And the us is the extraordinary relationship template and vision that we are co-creating and designing together. And then we have our outer world, and our outer world are our friends, our colleagues, the people we meet on a day-to-day -day basis. We are committed to becoming the best version of ourselves, for ourselves foremost and first, and then for each other and everyone else around us. For us, this also means taking full accountability for ourselves meaning we're accountable for our own happiness, our own success and love. We don't depend on each other, but rather we coexist, support and uplift one another. Our second commitment is to our vision. 
our extraordinary template that we are co-creating together. Our vision has guidelines, values and qualities. And honestly, our guidelines, values and qualities can change at any time. They're not set in stone, but they do act as a compass in which we can both navigate life and love and relating with one another. So as an example, one of our guidelines is to be exclusive in a monogamous relationship. A value we have is honesty, choosing and committed to be completely honest with one another. And a quality that we are choosing to live is more from our hearts. We're choosing to express and communicate more from a space of love and connection. And our extraordinary relationship also has a worldly vision. We are both choosing that our love, that our relationship can uplift and inspire and bring love to all those that we come into contact with. This is our combined energy vision. So we have three commitments here. Number one, commitment to yourself and the person you are choosing to be. Commitment two, to our relationship, vision and template. And number three, commitment to our worldly vision. Get clear on what your commitment is to your extraordinary relationship template. Ask yourself, what are you prepared to change about yourself so that you can create an extraordinary relationship? In the previous slide, we touched upon vision. What is your common vision that you and your partner share? What does an extraordinary relationship look like for you? Most conventional relationships are breaking down, not working because they have very different visions for their relationship and have unrealistic expectations on one another and of the relationship. One common problem I found in most couples I've worked with and spoken to is that these expectations are usually uncommunicated. Take a pen and paper and answer the following questions. What is your vision for your relationship? Question two, what are the expectations of your partner? Question three, of these expectations, how many of them have you shared and communicated with your partner? And the last question, do my expectations limit me and my relationship or do they liberate me and my relationship? Pause this presentation if you need more time to write down your answers. Next. Create a plan, vision of your extraordinary relationship template. Make notes, have a discussion, create a vision board, whatever works for you. And some areas you may want to get clear on in your vision are, how do you relate to each other? How will you both resolve conflict? Children, how do you want to parent? How many children do you want to have? and within what time frame. 
what about lifestyle, diet, exercise? What kind of adventures, travel and social settings do you find yourself within? Finances, are they shared, individual? How much time and energy are you putting towards building wealth and, and owning your own home? Personal development and spirituality. What does spirituality mean to you? What does a healthy mindset mean to you? And intimacy, creating active time for love and connection. Let's now look at the importance of looking for your partner's potential. When we focus our intent on seeing our partner's potential, we help bring the best qualities out in our partner. In many social settings, I often witness couples complaining about their partners, pointing out all the wrong things with them and all the things they haven't done. Let's start looking for what brings you closer in your relationships. What brings the most love, the most harmony, the most joy, rather than focusing on their faults or separates and divides you. Hold a positive mindset. Encourage one another more often. Find more loving acceptance. And begin to see how perfectly imperfect you both really are. And work together. Commitment to cooperation to achieve the common vision. Find solutions, practices, systems that will help you both keep in alignment with your extraordinary relationship template. Most extraordinary couples work well together. They act as partners and respect one another's opinions and ideas. This also means accepting that each other may make mistakes along the way. Accepting each other's imperfections and just know and trust that you are both doing the best you can towards your extraordinary relationship. Research I've conducted all indicate that couples who are in extraordinary relationships all prioritise their relationship and their partner. They actively make time for each other, they place high value on their relationship and put each other first. Living and sharing space or a house with one another does not mean your relationship is a priority or that you're spending time together. Having a partner as a priority means that you're thinking about their feelings and thoughts when making decisions that could impact your life, for an example. And spending time is when you are both actively present. Take a pen and paper and ask yourself these questions. Is my partner a priority? How do I demonstrate that my partner is a priority? If you answered no or unsure how you demonstrate this, ask yourself, what changes do I need to make to show my partner that they are a priority? Pause this presentation if you need more time to answer the questions.
So many of us take our partners for granted. And I know I have from time to time. However, because my relationship is of the highest value to me, I'm quick to notice when I'm taking my partner for granted and I'm quick to make a change. Life gets busy and sometimes we forget to nurture and love one another. Now let's touch upon values. Knowing each other's core values can assist you to live more authentically, more happiness and understand one another more. It's important to note that our core values influence our behavior, our attitudes, and can act as a guideline in most situations. Values are also belief systems, and some core values may be more hidden than others, meaning that some of our core values are more on an unconscious level. So some examples of core values may be, a core value or belief that family is important and comes first. A core belief or value that honesty is always the best policy. A core value or belief in maintaining a healthy work lifestyle balance. And sometimes our values can be negative. They can hold us back or limit us. So exploring more around your values can assist you to let go of values that limit or hold you back whilst getting clear on core values that support the growth of yourself and your extraordinary relationship. So if we look at my relationship as an example, my core value is spiritual evolution, and this is my primary motivator in life. What this means for me is that I'm most, most motivated in life by what brings me more spiritual fulfillment. And this has an influence in my belief systems, the kind of books I read, the kind of people I surround myself in, my daily routine, practices and activities that I like to immerse myself in. As for my beautiful beloved, his core value is family, which is also cultural for him coming from a South American influence. So my partner is motivated in life with creating family, building security, family-oriented activities. And this also influences him in his life with his desire for family security, like the, the desire to own his own home, um, cooking, um, spending a lot of quality time with the family and with, you know, extended family. Before I met my partner, cooking, owning my house was somewhere in the middle of my core values. You know, I'm not saying I didn't eat well. I'm just saying it wasn't a priority on my list to spend a lot of time cooking in the kitchen or saving up money for a house when I can save up money and do another amazing course and grow my, my, my emotional intelligence or you know, my intellect or my spiritual connection. As for my partner, he was curious about spirituality, but spiritual fulfillment was not on his priority list. When we came together, Knowing each other's core values helped us to relate and understand what motivated each other. When I didn't cook every night or when I wasn't focused on buying a house, there was compassion and understanding on his end. He didn't get angry, certainly didn't get frustrated when I wasn't cooking or when I wasn't interested in buying a house. However, he showed me more compassion 
he encouraged me to find enjoyment in cooking and highlighted the benefits in owning my own home. And knowing my partner's core values assisted me to have compassion and understanding when my partner wasn't interested in meditation or activities that would promote more spiritual fulfillment. What began to open up in our relationship and what I noticed was that although our core values were very different initially, they have naturally organically blended and not through trying to change one another, but just through our understanding, support and encouragement. I now have a love for cooking and I enjoy cooking a couple nights a week. We have a savings plan to buy a house in the near future and now my beloved enjoys partaking in meditations and spiritual practices with me. Make time to write down your individual core values. Make some time to share them with your partner. Learn ways to blend your core values, to encourage one another, whilst also having a mutual respect for any differences in your values. I want to now cover baggage. Many couples enter relationships without healing or working through their past experiences in their previous relationships. Some have little to no awareness on how their baggage and family upbringing can create problems in their current relationship. One of the partners, let's say, may have experienced separation with their parents. Maybe one of their parents may have cheated and therefore their family ending up in divorce and separation. So in, an, in their own relationship, this can bring up feelings of insecurity, anxiety, and fear their partner will leave and cheat them. This may even manifest in arguments around cheating or insecurities around the way their partner relates to the opposite sex. What's important to note is the fear and insecurity is due to the baggage of the past and not knowing that this is what's really being triggered. When we have an awareness of our baggage that we bring into the relationship, along with our partner's baggage, we become more conscious and aware of each other's past history. An extraordinary couple, we have more empathy, more understanding and more forgiveness when conflict arises and when both or one are being triggered. We begin a course in our relating, in assisting each other to move and heal through our past wounds. By becoming more aware of our past, is influencing our relationships. And this will also assist in lightening the load of baggage or even letting go of the baggage altogether. Call to action. Write down these questions. Make some time to sit with yourself and ask, what baggage am I bringing into my relationship? Now look at the question or your answer, and ask yourself, what emotions or behaviors arise through my past history and baggage? What do I need from my partner to support me to move through the past baggage so I can be more present? 
And when you feel ready, share this with your partner. Pause this presentation if you need more time to answer the questions. Key to communication and presence. An extraordinary relationship foundation is communication. And honestly, in any relationship, the foundation is communication. Strengthening communication skills in your relationship will assist you to sustain a successful connection with your partner. Active listening is one of the key components to strengthening communication. Being really present and listening. Ways of communicating vary from person to person. And according to Gary Chapman, there are five love languages. And when we know our own love language and our partners, we can build bridges in our ability to communicate and relate and understand one another more. Most of us will fluctuate between each, or each love language and probably express one at some point in time. However, it's important to note that most of us have a primary love language. So these love language include, number one, words of affirmation. These are people that express their love and affection through spoken words, praise, appreciation, you know, motivation, and so forth. Number two is acts of service. So this love language, individuals express their love through actions rather than words. They like to show their love and receive love through um, doing things like mowing the lawn, cleaning the house, cooking, you know, going to work, uh, etc. Number three is receiving gifts. This love language it expresses itself through symbiotic love. And affection so you know, buying gifts you know writing a beautiful card and, and giving the card you know th these are all done through through gifts sometimes even gifts of service um, and number three is quality of time you know these individuals express their love language through undivided undistracted attention and the last one which is my love language physical touch you know, with, this love, with these individuals, they express their love through physical touch, physical connection. It could be holding hands. It could be making love, you know, but ultimately it's expressed through physical touch. When you both realise each other's primary love language, you can see the different ways your partner is communicating and expressing love that perhaps weren't unnoticed before. It will also assist each of you to have more compassion if your partner doesn't communicate or express love in the same way that you do or the same way you expect it. Presence. Choosing mindfulness in our relationships can take us from ordinary to extraordinary. And when I talk of mindful, what I mean is being in the present moment, not thinking of the past or the future, but being totally present in the moment and to the present experience. When we are present with our partner, we become better listeners. 
It can also allow us to hear what our partner is truly expressing to us. The practice of mindfulness will also allow us to respond more to the current experience and react less on autopilot responses or past behaviours and patterns that tend to show up when we are not present. In communication, it's super important to honour our partner's expression. Take it in terms of sharing with one another and refrain from talking over each other or cutting each other off in conversation. Our partners are often our greatest teachers in mastering our emotions. Let's start to choose to see our partner as our teachers. You know, when you come up against resistance or annoyances, this is a great opportunity to look within and ask yourself the why. Rather than blame your partner for feeling angry, perhaps ask yourself, why do I feel angry when my partner, fill in the blank, an extraordinary relationship, there is no room for the blame game. We take full responsibility for our own feelings. Practicing mindfulness, you can develop emotional awareness and intelligence in the relationship that bring you both closer and deepen your relating and connection. And celebrate your partner. Celebrate your partner and with appreciation and gratitude. At the end of each week, take a moment of inner reflection on everything your partner has done or has said that you feel grateful for. You know, this could be a silent practice, but if you really want to, you could make it a partnered exercise and take it one step further, where you and your partner make time once a week to sit down and share with one another three things you both appreciate each other for three to five things that you're both grateful for, you know, having this person in your life, you know, having this beautiful man maybe take out the rubbish every night so that you don't have to, you know, or your beautiful woman for cooking every night so that when you can come home from work, you can relax and, and chill out. And now I'd love to share some communication exercises that you can begin to explore in your own time that can assist you with deepening connection intimacy as well as active listening and being present. The first one is the communication stick practice. So this is an active listening exercise and its aim is towards being present with one another, actively listening, and becoming more aware of our own inner world, our own inner thoughts and feelings when someone is sharing or communicating with us. You know, my partner and I have a communication wand rather than a stick. You know, our communication wand is made of copper pipe. It's wrapped in leather. has these beautiful feathers draped over it. Two crystals on either end. And I don't know how much you know about crystals, but our crystals um, have a purpose. And when you understand some of the metaphysical meanings of, of crystals, the two crystals we chose are two crystals that help to aid clear communication and expression. You can make your own communication stick or wand. It can be as detailed as ours or as simple as any object you have available in the moment. 
it's important to note that the wand or the stick is just a symbol of practicing active listening. So in this exercise, you know, we sit facing our partner and the one holding the stick is, 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 um, the, is, is talking first whilst the other is, is the active listener. It's important not to interrupt or say anything as the active listener. And most important key is when your partner is finished, please don't try to fix or answer their questions or um, communicate back in any way. When your partner is finished, we just simply say, thank you for sharing. So some guidelines for this practice. If you are the communicator, the one with the wand or the stick, please refrain from pointing the finger. No blaming, no shaming on your partner. Focus on the I. For example, I felt hurt when I was shut down in our conversation earlier. Instead of, you shut me down earlier and it's your fault I'm hurt. And guideline two as the communicator, be present in your choice of words and your feelings that stir up as you're communicating. If you're the active listener, it's important not to interrupt, do not respond or answer in any way. Stay silent the whole time. Become more aware of what your partner is expressing whilst holding presence and awareness to your own feelings and thoughts. And when your partner is finished, simply say thank you for sharing and then swap over. Practicing this technique a minimum of once a week and you will begin to notice some of the subtle changes in the way you and your partner relate to each other. The more often you practice this, the more profound the transformation will become in your relating. So the second communication exercise I'd like to share with you is a heart-to-heart -heart connection breath. And look, I really love this because, you know, sometimes when we go to work, we come home, you know, we've had a big day and sometimes we can feel a little bit disconnected from our partner, a little bit distant, you know, our energies may not be aligned or harmonized. And I find that practicing this exercise a minimum of three times a week can really help bring you both back in alignment with one another, can open your heart. You can balance or harmonize your energy so that you're relating better. But more importantly, can assist both of you to be really open um, and more connected with one another. So with this exercise, you know, we place our right hand on our partner's heart, just like in the, in the photograph. And we place our left hand over our partner's hand that's on our own heart, our own chest. And with our eyes open, we begin a soft gaze looking into each other's eyes. They say our eyes are the, the windows to our soul. So in a sense, we're soul gazing. You know, we begin with three synchronized breaths, breathing in together, breathing out together. And once we've done this, we begin to practice an alter, uh, alternate breathing. So, you know, as say one partner breathes in, the other partner will be breathing out. As the other partner breathes out, the other person is breathing in. So we're breathing in and out and creating a circular current of energy from heart to heart. If it helps, you can visualize the energy of love, you know, moving through your arm into your partner's heart. And as you're breathing out, 
you know, you can begin to feel that energy returning back to you and into your heart. It's a beautiful, beautiful um, exercise. And look, you can do this breath exercise for a minimum of three to five minutes or for as long as you both feel to. And the last key, key three, is create a community. Surround yourself with a community that supports your growth, your relationship and the vision you're both creating. The people we surround ourselves with hold, holds an influence, whether you're consciously choosing or unconsciously allowing. The more you build your community, the more support you will have in making changes that promote your growth. Build resources to assist you both to develop in areas of the relationship they require more attention and focus. Look for other power couples who, have, who are building extraordinary relationships. Read books. You know, you can watch YouTube videos. Build resources to turn to for inspiration, education and ideas. Enroll in courses or workshops that will assist you develop skills in relating, communication, sacred sexuality, love, intimacy, it could be wealth or finance, you know, or any other area you both feel you would like to develop within your extraordinary relationship template. There are plenty of workshops that can assist you both to grow together. And the last point I want to cover is being open to help when needed. Sometimes in our relationships we feel stuck or stubborn or we just can't seem to get through the other side of a particular issue or, 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 or concern. So you know, be open to seeking out therapists or coaches that can assist you both to come back to love, harmony and alignment with your vision. So thank you so much for allowing me to share with you my three keys from an ordinary relationship to an extraordinary relationship. If you would love to work with me deeper or work with me more one-on-one, -on -one, I have offered um, the individuals here on the summit a love, intimacy and relating coaching package. And this is for singles who want to create an extraordinary template to attract a soulmate or singles that want to work through baggage of you know, patterns or behaviours and previous relationships that they feel are holding them back from having know more love and, and intimacy uh, and it's also for couples if you want to rejuvenate your relationship and upskill if um, there are certain patterns that you're wanting to break through then you know then I then this coaching package is for you it's valued at 900 US dollars but for the webinar viewers I'm offering it 600 US dollars and we have three online sessions via Skype and the sessions go for anywhere between 60 to 90 minutes, just depending on, on what we're working on. Um, you know, what you'll gain from the coaching package is, you know, tantric tips, practices, you know, that can really deepen your love and intimacy. We really begin to look at working through limiting beliefs, conditioning patterns that are holding you back. And, you know, as an intuitive, I'm really um, clear in being able to see all the emotional blockages and, and mental blockages that really do hold individuals back. We start to develop and create a, a template together of a relationship template and what that looks like for you, as well as 
taking away some communication tools that can really help to develop new ways for you to relate. So if you're interested, you can go to, you can email me at contact at sexuallyembodied.com um, or if you're wanting to know more information, please visit me at www.sexuallyembodied.com. Thank you again very much for your time and have a wonderful, just get inspired and create an extraordinary relationship that aligns for you. Thank you so much. That was honestly an incredible presentation. Uh, you share so much uh, great goodies in there. Um, really, really, really rich, uh, this, the content that you uh, share with us today. And a fabulous question for everyone who is in a relationship and also are feeling and thinking and co-creating a, a relationship with somebody else. I definitely see the value and the power of answering those questions. So thank you so much for all of that. You're welcome. Thank you. Yes. So it was so rich and in-depth um, with great questions. And we may have someone in the audience that um, It may say, great, this is awesome content, but it may feel too much work. Mm -hmm. uh, too much work to do these questions. I don't have an hour to do this question. Um, I don't know, when can I do it? So what would I like to say to someone that maybe this type of resistance will show up in their life? Mm. That's a, a really good question. Um, I guess the question I would ask that individual is you know, how important is having a relationship to you in your life? Like looking at the, what that, what is the, how valuable would it be to have a, a really amazing relationship? You know, and if having a relationship is of importance to you, and having someone that, that respects you, that honors you, that appreciates you is a priority, then, you know, setting yourself time, even if it's just five minutes, you're having a little think about, well, what kind of relationship would I like to have? You know, some people aren't as articulate verbally, you know, so, you know, that's why I mentioned have a vision board, you know, get cut up pictures of, of, of you know, things that inspire you about love and relationships. And that can be enough to begin to get that ball rolling. But if you really are having that resistance, you know, I would really, um, I'd really kind of, I suppose, uh, ask you to perhaps maybe seek out a, a love and intimacy coach or um, an intuitive or someone that can help you to, to, to break through that resistance, to break through that wall. Because I promise you that if you break through that wall, the gift that you will receive in having a relationship that is, is loving and honoring and exciting and passionate, you know, can be, can be something so much more than playing it small and safe. Yeah, beautiful. And I can say by experience, um, this type of depth that Jeremy has shared with us, 
uh, many of us experience it in a very intense immersion event or retreat. And sometimes it takes like a good week to answer those questions, to process it, to integrate it, and to bring it into uh, into in a practical way into our life. So. Uh, to an amazing audience, I definitely uh, invite you to not take for granted anything that has been sharing in this particular um, uh, interview webinar because there's so many golden nuggets here that when you dive deeper into it, um, believe it or not, uh, it will make your life uh, extraordinary. Uh, mm. They're really transformational. One of the things I love about the presentation, which is something that I personally would have loved to learn years and years ago before even I get married, <laughs> I get into that journey, or even, you know, that led to divorce, <laughs> uh, it was to actually know my values. Yeah. Uh, to really actually know the quality of relationship I desire to have, to actually know the guidelines of it. Uh, in my experience, I went into a relationship uh, pretty much ignorant about what relationship really was about and what did they really look like uh, with this whole fantasy of what maybe look like. And especially if you have never had a role model in your family, if you come from a family that has been divorced or, or all the family get divorced or traumatic experiences, abuse, or any kind of toxic environment where the relationship is not really aligned and conscious and extraordinary, you know, you definitely would love to re-hear this uh, interview a couple times to really integrate it, to feel it, to process it, and to start answering the questions, and once you answer the questions that Jermaine has shared with us, go back, stop it, and go back to it, and re-answer re the question, re-listen to it, re-answer the question, because I guarantee you that your values, your qualities, your guidelines, um, is going to be changing and evolving and transforming. And, and I love that you brought this up, because that's pretty much the foundation of our relationship, um, yeah. the work that we do, you know, I, I really pretty much work the same way. And and it is it, it, I can tell by by my journey that even the level of the the scale of my values has shifted uh, the dynamic of my relationship, the dynamic of my life. So if you know, I heard uh, one of your values is honor and honesty. You know, my values and my relationship are sensuality, uh, sacredness, um, courage, right, to explore the things that sometimes we're afraid of, and, and different values. So when I level my values from 1 to 10 and I choose my top 3 um, and I keep playing with it, right, like I can really tell that my life, my intimacy, and my life with others is really different. Um, yes. You know, you don't get triggered, like, it's just, if you don't get triggered just the same way, like, your life's changed. So, I invite you to be courageous to look into your values. And if you are confused about uh, values and virtues, um, there's a great site called the virtueproject.org. 
you can go check it out and it will they give you the hundred virtues and uh, it's so many so many more but out of that you know the virtues in Bali is pretty much the same mm. it's just the virtues a lot of people take in more on the spiritual level and values are more on the practical level so that's a great resource for you to uh, to go and and really start picking like which are your your values like what is the most important for you I love, love, love this. Uh, thank you, Charmaine, for for sharing that. Um, yes, that was that was that was beautiful. Something you. else you would like to expand on 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 what I have just said. I mean, you know, when it comes to what you said about values, like I had to learn the hard way. Like, you know, I had relationships that start off all hot, passionate, you know, fun and sexy, you know, and. You know, I really thought that, you know, me and these guys were going to have a, a really great long-lasting relationship and, you know, and then there's the dramas and then the resistance and, you know, what I found what was working in those relationships is that their core values and their vision was very different from my core values and my vision. Um, and because we had different relationship visions, it meant what was important to them in their relationship was very different from mine. And we just didn't have the tools at the time to create those bridges, you know. So, you know, in my current relationship now, like I made a very conscious choice that the next relationship I really wanted to uh, kind of kind of interview my partner and kind of get really clear from the beginning. Well, what is their vision? How? What do they want in a relationship? What's important to them? And begin to kind of understand their core values from the very beginning. And in doing that, we've had more harmony. And we've had less arguments because we understand each other from the very beginning. You know, it was a conversation that was in the first couple of dates, if that makes sense. Yes. So what if we are already in that relationship and our core values are totally different and our visions are totally different? Should I just end it? <laughs> or no, what? not at all. But by having the conscious awareness, it can help the two of you to actually understand each other more so that you're not being triggered by your partner. It's like my partner's core value or one of his values is, you know, security, building his family security. You know, so when he chooses to, to, to work back late at night, you know, because I understand that's his core value, I don't take it personally and think, oh, no, my partner doesn't want to spend time with me. You know, instead I'm like, oh, wow, my partner is choosing to, to work a few extra hours because he wants to create more money so that we can have our house sooner. You know, but the old me would have been like, oh, wow, like he's working back late again. Oh, wow, he doesn't want to be home with me. He doesn't want to be close to me. He doesn't want to be near me. And so, you know, having differences is can, can just be uh, an extraordinary relationship if we have that conscious awareness. Beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. So also you talk about prioritizing, like uh, create that space to prioritize your partner. So when it comes to couples that they have children, how can they deal with that dynamic? Perfect. I, I am a, a mother. I have children of my own. And one of my, my, my priorities with my partner is we have a priority of love and sex and intimacy. Like Our sexuality and our sexual intimacy and connection is a very high priority. And we make time. you know. And sometimes we have to wait till our son's in bed asleep. You know, and sometimes at that point in time we're tired, but for us it's just connecting. So it might be holding hands in bed, you know, it might be just essentially touching each other, just making that connection. You know, what we also do is we ensure that we have 
we create time for ourselves, which means you know having us, um, you know, our son go off to, you know, the in-laws and have a night, and you know, you've just got to really work within your your lifestyle habits and your work and your commitments. You know, even if it's once a week, where or once a fortnight, you know, you can make it happen and make it work. But it has to be a priority for it to work. Because if your love and your relationship and your partner is not a priority, then you'll have every excuse in the world not to have time or to make time for each other. But if you're a priority, you just find ways to make it work within your individual schedules and family schedules. Yeah, that's beautiful. And also, um, you know, what I have seen and, and, and observed is that um, it's interesting that um, when you're in a new relationship, right, like exciting, yeah. it's new, you have time for everything. Oh you my find God, what? You find the babysitters anytime. It's like everything manifested for you, right? Because you are just in the beginning of it. And it's interesting to see that with time, with couples uh, more longer time together, a lot of people kind of like settle and they like start giving up and things. And, you know, and they don't make the relationship a priority where it was at the beginning. So any kind of like um, insight for a couple, they're really in their, um, I would say, in years in being in a relationship and they don't have that fire, that sparkle at the beginning. Any Something yeah, so look, practical, so easy that they can do. Well, the, the, the first thing is to realize that the fire is still there. It just needs a few logs on the fire. <laughs> you know, um, then it's like start rediscovering each other again. You know, I find that what tends to happen in relationships, we become complacent because we think we know our partner inside and out. We forget to keep asking those questions. When we come into lovemaking, we do the things that we know our partner loves or know what our partner likes. But half the time, you know, it, it's not the case because our bodies change, our mindsets change, our emotions change. And I say to couples, when you come into the bedroom, See your partner as a new person. See them as someone that you don't know what they liked last week. Forget about yesterday, what they liked, what they didn't like. Connect with them in the present. Relearn them, re-understand them, re-inspire them. You know, um, you know, it's, it's the first couple, it's like get your sexy back. You know, you, you made a really beautiful point. In the beginning of your relationship, you know, the sex, the relating, the time was all saucy. And that's what laid the foundations for you to be in this long-term relationship now. So why, at, why is there at some point in your relationship you've, you've stopped putting back in or stopped, you know, connecting with each other you know, essentially and sexually? You know, the best way to get the, the flame going in most relationships is to start uh, connecting more on a sexual level. Make time for, for your sexuality. And, you know, there are plenty of, you know, tantric, you know, uh, videos on YouTube you can watch to inspire each other. It can be as simple as holding hands, you know, whilst watching a movie. I mean, it was quite cute the other night. My partner and I usually watch TV, you know, from time to time, and he's like, honey, actually, let, let, let's, let's connect together. I was like, oh, okay, let's just, just hold my hand. And it made the difference. Just holding hands, watching TV was such a different experience than both of us sitting on a chair each and a couch each with, you know, distance between. You know, so you know, find ways to get, get inspired with one another. Start to look at each other in, in a way that 
you did when you were younger. Think about all the things that, that were attractive to you in your relationship and your partner. You know, these are beautiful ways to kind of get that spark going. Yes. And um, I remember when I went to a seminar, like one of Tony Robbins seminars, um, I love that you mentioned in, uh, let's see each other new again, like, you know, you're, you're, you're a new person every day. And it's true, like, we are new every day. Whoever we were the day before, we are now the same today because we grow and we evolve. And I remember this seminar, he was like, look at your finger, you know, and like, really observe your finger. And it is so interesting that sometimes our fingers are with us 24-7 for something, 30-something years, right? And yeah. every time that we look at our finger, it is, we learn something, it's something in there that was not there before. <laughs> or it's something different that I didn't pay attention to it before. So I love that you mentioned it, that look at your partner new each time that they come into the bedroom, that they come into the house, that they just wake up in the morning, just literally pay attention to the ear, to the eye, to the eyelashes, to the hair. <laughs> something new there that it needs to be discovered. You know, it, it's so important. Like my partner and I, sex is always the first time every time. You know, we, we've been together for over a year and a half now, but every time we step into the bedroom, it's like it's the first time. And it really changes the whole experience when you step into that, in that mindset. You know, and it can be just as simple as changing a mindset and just choosing to step in and go, I don't know this person, but I want to get to know them. You know, and just being really present to how they move their bodies, how they breathe, you know. Every touch is their body quivering, you know. Being really present can really begin to bring that magic back. And it's so simple. Yeah. Um, having an incredible, extraordinary relationship um, is simple. We just need to practice more and be consistent with it. And, and, and life yeah. Gets, it gets busy. Like my partner and I, sometimes life gets busy. But what happens when it gets busy, because we have our template, you know, after a while, it starts to feel, you know, the disharmony, or we start to feel distant, and then one or both of us will go, hang on, we need to check back in. Where are we currently at? How are things going for one another? So it actually, as I said, it can act as a compass and a guideline. Because the reality is we live busy lifestyles. You know, we leave the house, we're meeting different people with different thoughts, different emotions, different challenges as, as individuals, you know. So, and when we come home, sometimes with those different challenges, it's, it's difficult to kind of reconnect and come back to, to alignment or harmony with one another. So if you are choosing an extraordinary relationship, you have that commitment and that's where, you know, your practices start to vary. You know, our practices sometimes are daily, sometimes weekly. Sometimes we forget to do them for a couple of weeks and we're like, hang on, something's not feeling right. So we'll come back and we'll, we'll, we'll do another practice. You know, mm -hmm. And having time frames works. You know, we might have a practice, so we may choose a timeline of, of a month. For one month, once a week, let's just try this practice out, you know, or maybe it's just for two weeks, let's try it. So having time frames can also help to kind of make it a little bit more achievable and more manageable. Beautiful. Yes, and it's about creating. It's about yes. paying attention to all the details of creation. So... Oh, you know, even divine nature paid detail to all the creation that, you know, evolve and grow and, and we experience and we witness. So I, you know, I always say, you know, for me, relationship 
posters like a business itself, right? Um, because in my belief, a business is the way, is the vehicle for my life purpose. So, so when I look at my relationship as a as as the model of creation, you know, we really desire to know the foundation, like what are the departments that we're working on, like uh, we're doing the audit. I, I usually do the relationship audit, like every month, every every couple of months, like what are we actually measuring, like it is working, it's not working, we're trying, it's not, it's, it's, so it is, if you're an entrepreneur, uh, audience, we know that many of you are amazing entrepreneurs and, and creative beings and artists, um, you know, it's a relationship itself is like building your own uh, business, your own, uh, you know, putting your passion into the world, right? Like what it takes for you to create all of these amazing goodies that you want to share with the universe and the community. It's the same energy of focus and prioritization goes into creating an amazing relationship because the relationship itself, it is your greatest gift that you can give to the universe itself. I love it. It's a beautiful analogy. I actually share that quite a lot with my clients. Yeah. You know, to start to see their relationship as a business and begin to work on the different areas and, and find the joy in it. Like fall in love with the process. You know, instead of just looking for the, the end result, you know, which most of us are, we're like we want to get from A to B and we're already focusing on B. You mm-hmm. know, but there's this beautiful journey in between. You know, and I encourage clients, I encourage individuals, fall in love with the process. You know, whatever it is in life, if it's cleaning, cooking, you know, creating a business plan, creating an extraordinary relationship, you know, when you fall in love with the process, it becomes more enriching. And it is so, and, and I think what we touched upon this before is that having an extraordinary relationship doesn't limit you to just your partner. You know, we have relationships with with our family, our children. We have relationships with our food, the way we eat. We have relationships with music and, you know, the you know the earth. We have relationships with everything around us. So when you're choosing to make a commitment to an extraordinary relationship, you're not just enriching a relationship you have with your partner. You're actually enriching the relationship that you have with your external world. You know, you're beginning to create your inner world in alignment or in, re- in the same mirrored reflection as your external world. And what I find with most people is if there's something, you know, not right or something that's, you know, imbalanced in your outer world or, you know, things are getting, you know, hectic or, you know, in your outer world, it's a good opportunity to have a look within and see how you're mirroring that. Or is there a core value? Is there a belief system? Is there an old emotion that's mirroring and drawing that experience, you know, to your conscious awareness? Because any experience, you know, whether positive or negative, you know, on some level we're co-creating that experience. And usually our negative experiences are actually the biggest catalysts for us to transform or to, you know, work through something that is limiting us. Yes. I know that we can share so much more. Yeah. I know it's so much I'm excited. <laughs> Yeah. Indeed, it is like it, this. This this um, webinar is so juicy and so rich that uh, we really desire for you, audience, to take the time to really listen to it, to really dive deep into the questions. Because when you dive deep into the question, take it space and time for yourself to to answer from your heart, and you will see like like this. Trans, you know, transformation happen in a snapshot like this, and and. 
I guarantee you, you're going to get a lot of this. So I really invite you to, to dive deep. So thank you, Charmaine. If you have any last word of wisdom, what, what would it be? <laughs> make it simple, make it fun, and get creative. Like, I think the best thing about extraordinary relationships is that you can think outside the box. You know, you're not limited to conventional relationships you brought up with. You know, and, and make it fun. You know, keep that, that fun. Like, you know, with my partner and I, we're, we're constantly like two children sometimes, you know, playing, having fun, carefree, you know, and, and it, it makes a difference. Yeah, indeed. Thank you so much, Ramey, for joining us in this summit. No, oh, you're so welcome. It's been a pleasure and an honor. Thank you so much. And I love the work you're doing. And I love that you're bringing everyone together to really inspire and educate in all areas of, of, of relating. It's beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, this is all created for an amazing audience that's watching right now. So thank you again uh, for joining us to another amazing and incredible and extraordinary episode of the Conscious Relationship on Coupling and Parenting Summit. We'll see you next time. Bye.